to a new podcast called All Our Pretty Songs. Woo-hoo. Yeah, woo. Um, we, uh, I'm Seth, and I'm here with I'm Marissa. Marissa. Hi. Hi. Um, and we are going to talk about, well, it, maybe we'll get it into, like, who we are at some point. That might be important, but, like, doesn't feel yeah. important yet. Um, yeah. But we're going to talk about 90s music and um maybe make fun of it a bit <laughs> um what what else what else should i be saying about it? what are we doing here i mean i guess like i feel like we could talk about like how we came up with the idea to even do this like yeah yeah that's true um i will say like uh so so uh we met at mm. a <laughs> college orientation we were 18 that's true. And then, um, <laughs> do you know how many years ago that was? Uh, disgusting. It was Amount. twenty. It was twenty. Twenty years ago. Yeah, it's twenty years ago. So it's our friendship anniversary. Yeah. Um, and Seth, you were wearing an Almond Brothers shirt mm-hmm. in our English small group, which was what made me interested in you as a friend. You also had green hair. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Impor- I f- important '90s band, the the Almond Brothers, yeah. classic classic yeah. '90s music. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like, and then we both like kind of like became uh, poets in college, like into mm-hmm. creative writing. And I feel like our love of like dumb '90s music has been a theme throughout our friendship for the past twenty years. Yeah. So then. Um, I feel like this conversation started when you like posted um, on Twitter. Do you recall what you posted? I don't recall what I posted. <laughs> oh, I know what I posted. You mean this specific conversation? This specific conversation. Yes. It had to do with the song Cumbersome. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You posted a lyric from the song Cumbersome and then we kind of like this triggered a text, a flurry of texts around the band Seven Mary Three, mm-hmm. which we'll be discussing more. Yeah, and, today's uh, episode will be about the band Seven Mary Three. Yep, important '90s, uh, important band of the '90s. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and yeah, so we were like, what if there was like an Olymp- an entire Olympics dedicated to um, the canon of the band Seven Mary Three? <laughs> <laughs> The lyric I posted, by the way, was that I wrote on Twitter that I have become cumbersome to this world. Right, right. <laughs> I think you said bad news. Bad news, guys. <laughs> I've become cumbersome to this yeah. world. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think one thing I don't, maybe we'll, we should talk about this. I don't know exactly how to get into this. But like, I think there's one thing about the ongoing joke between us about yeah. dumb 90s music seems to be that we both like we both uh simultaneously love it and yeah. think it's completely idiotic <laughs> yeah i think that sounds right like i don't think either of us are like looking down on this music at all no even though no, probably so. we should and like even though if it came out now we, we probably would yeah oh yeah you know like well, it's like it was it so couldn't important exist. to us don't no, it would it never could, exist it, yeah. now. Yeah, no. and we'll get into that. Yeah. It has it has it has to do with earnestness. Right. Right. <laughs> um 
and maybe all kinds of other things. So anyway, sincerity. We we had these <laughs> we had these initial ideas about the Olympics idea. I think we had some pretty like high flown concepts about how we were going to do this. Yeah. Um, but we've settled on for now. Um, making a list of our top three songs by these bands, whatever band yeah. we happen to be doing, and just talking about the songs that way. Yeah. That's true, right? I love it. <laughs> that is what And we... then we might also have um, honorable mentions mm. for each band Indeed. that we discuss. Indeed. Might, because some of these bands really suck. Or like, yeah, like some of them, it's like you don't even know any songs, except mm -hmm. like one or two songs, which was yeah. the case for me this week. I, this It's interesting. Like Seven Mary Three, I seem to remember being a pretty popular band in the late 90s. In, in the period between yeah. 1995 and like 1999 but mm. but uh how many songs would you say before this exercise you knew of theirs going in two songs two songs yeah, yeah. for for me it was five songs yeah impressive uh, no actually for, fan. for me it was six songs super fan huge <laughs> fucking seven mary three fan um I, my, maybe, can we start with just, like, do you remember anything about this band from back then? Like, do you remember yeah. impressions you had? I was going to ask you the same exact question. Good, good, like, good. Like, what yeah. was your relationship to this band in, like, 1996? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I, I think I thought they were, like, a cool uh, underground band. Cool? <laughs> cool underground cool underground band. <clears throat> i don't know wow. like i was in like eighth grade when i th i think when cumbersome came out and i remember like my my main association with the band seven mary three is like i had this idea of um that they were like a cool band to request at a school dance whoa <laughs> and i had this plan it was like a fantasy in my mind where i um I had a different voice in the fantasy. I wanted to have like this cool voice that kind of sounded like uh, this girl, like a, one of the act, like one of the characters, or um, this girl in the movie Suburbia, mm -hmm. or kind of like uh, the girl in Chasing Amy, like kind of like a like a sexy baby voice. Yeah, I'm familiar you know with that voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a very wispy voice. Yeah, yeah, and I was like trying to cultivate that voice a little bit. I thought it'd be a cool voice to have. And in that voice, while I was practicing imagining having that voice, I was like requesting Cumbersome by Seven Mary at the school dance. Okay. For some reason. I don't know. That's amazing. That's all I have. We're going, this is maybe getting far afield, but it's interesting to me that you referred to this woman as the girl from Chasing Amy and not the girl from Dazed and Confused. Oh, yeah, true. That's Accurate. weird to me. And well, she's. Yeah, but that's it's probably fair. her more than chasing Amy at that moment. Okay, um, the uh, but the other thing is that every time you say the word cumbersome, I feel this like thing flow through me where I want to like do the I want to be like, like <laughs> <laughs> I want to start like singing yeah. the song. Yeah, um, and it's it, and it's hard not to laugh when that feeling comes through you, like right. Um, she got it's, it's just like uh it's hard to let it go Whew. yeah yeah uh well, my my yeah, mem tell me about can, yeah my memory um is like i remember 
cumbersome when it came out felt a little heavy for young mm. Seth Landman. It was like mm. um, that that sound was like a little too like rock. For, yeah, like, it's yeah. pretty heavy. I wasn't into metal. <laughs> <laughs> Water's Edge also. Uh, yeah. That album is like heavier than their next album. Oh um, my god, yes. And the which next we'll album, which is called Rock Crown. Okay, so wait, the, the, the first big album was called American Standard. The second right. one was called Rock Crown. And oh Rock god. Crown, um, I okay, so like my best friend in high school uh, was this guy, Craig Simons. I think you uh-huh. might have you might have yeah. met Craig at some yeah, point. Yeah, I've met him. Um, so Craig was like really into Rock Crown, but Craig okay. also was like, um, Craig was really, Craig, um, in my memory, Craig and I were like the only people I knew who had jobs. This is like getting, this is getting <laughs> Wait, deep. like, what, what age were you at this point? Because like Rock, this is I like feel like thir- American 14? Standard came out in like 96. 95 96 so i was like yeah so i was like 14 then 13 14 and then maybe so rock crown was 97 i was like 15 yeah so like most people didn't have jobs craig and i both had paper routes and so like uh had the money we were spending was our own like the money we had earned incredible in the in the suburbs you know (laughs) um like waking up at the crack of dawn and like yeah. not getting to go to sleepovers and shit because of the paper. Wow. So I like, I've always been a person who like when I bought CDs, I would just listen to the songs I liked over and mm-hmm. over again. And I didn't mm. give a shit about the songs I didn't like. Really? Yeah. Uh, but Craig was like obsessive about like, I need to experience the whole CD. Yeah. I was kind of like that. So that I get, and, and for him, I think it was about getting his money's worth. Oh, interesting. Um, and I just could like I don't know. I th- that felt important, but I couldn't do it or something yeah. unless, unless the yeah. unless it like immediately jumped out at me or something. Yeah. But so like there are albums that were super important to me that I didn't bother listening to all the way through until like yeah. much later. So, um, anyway, like Rock Crown. I have this like vivid memory of Craig like listening to Rock Crown all the way through and telling uh-huh. me about what song like so I knew what songs were the good songs because he oh, like that's amazing he knew which ones were good where uh, and and I, I just guess. listened to the ones I liked. I love that. Yeah, isn't that good? <laughs> it's really good. It's good to have friends. Yeah, it's really important. Yeah, especially in the nineteen nineties. It was important. Listening to Seven Mary Three. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> So, but that album is so like, I don't know. We could talk about the differences, but like, I don't know how, exactly how to get into it, but it's more like ballady or something. Well, I mean, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, mm-hmm. but like, I, cause I don't know how we want to go about discussing these songs. Well, we don't like, really have a plan yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, so like we were talking about like doing um, like honorable mentions and I, as I said, I knew two um, Seven Mary Three songs. Yeah. And then I remembered one other one that you had told me about, like, last month. <laughs> <laughs> when we had this idea. Yeah. And so I just, like, 
like forced myself to like I remembered American Standards, so I kind of felt like if there are any good songs, yeah, there'll be on that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I forced myself to like go through each song in that album, mm-hmm. and I just found like I just found all of them like utterly unlistenable. It's like, amazing as a, how bad as a thirty-eight-year-old woman in the year twenty twenty. <laughs> Wait, can I? Because I agree, it's terrible. I'm wondering, do you think that, like, do you think 15, 14, 13 year old Marissa would have been into any of those fucking songs? They're terrible. No, right? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, who knows? I don't think so. And I don't think I would have felt pressure to. Like, they I don't think pale I would have been like, this is culturally important that I like this. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but even, like, in comparison, like, Cumbersome holds up. Oh, it's so good. Okay, well, 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 well yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> but then I was just going to say, like, yeah. when I was looking at some of the songs that you chose, I realized mm-hmm. that they were on this other album, and they were, like, a wholly different style that yeah. was much more palatable. It's true. Um, so, in this, uh, for this, we, we had this idea that we were going to come up with honorable mention songs when we did this, but this time, you didn't come up with any honorable mention songs. There weren't enough good songs for you to have more than three. Well, because of what I did. Like, I only listened to that one album. And I was like, this is horrifying. Like, I can't can't listen to that. Um, It's bad. I do not like any of these songs. I cannot give them an honorable mention. But, like, I feel like then when you sent some songs that are on the later album, Mm. like, those are good. Like, they're... I I feel like I'm not... I would never, like, choose to listen to them now. (laughs) But, like... But in, like, the 90s, I probably would have liked them. Like, they're good songs. They're, yeah, like, yeah. they're they're listenable, you know? Yeah. So, like, I feel like if I had gone deeper into the canon, I might have been able to find some honorable mentions. But, like, I love it, it just also feels a bit forced. Like, I feel like if it's a band I really love, then, right. like, I'm going to have, like, a very hard time finding, like, yeah. even narrowing down the honorable mentions. Like, I can't even. I know. That. I know. We're going to have major fucking problems <laughs> as, we, be really as we get on with this. Um, so I uh, went, I tried to listen to everything. Like, um, oh, that's good. Even there's like. But a, you said you didn't try to listen to American Standard. You said you weren't listening to their albums. Did you like. Oh, well, I tried. No, that was after. I didn't. I kind of lied. I like. For, oh, first liar. I like, First, I like went and listened to. I like. I didn't make it through anything. Yeah. I, I listened to like a couple songs off some recent thing. I can't even remember what the fuck it was called. <laughs> there was like a live album from 2008 or something. Okay. That I tried to listen to that was terrible. Yeah. And then, and then you get back to the three albums that I, at some point in my life, owned. Which Whoa. were. Well, I, but I, okay, like I owned a, a lot of CDs that I didn't. Sure. Even, yeah. Um. So it's. And some of them were free promos from when I worked at a record store. Oh my god, amazing! Dream uh, so I had at some Dream point, in my, life. yeah, at some point in my life, I bought American Standard and I bought Rock Crown, but I got Orange Avenue, their third Ooh. album. I got that for free at at Newbury Comics. I'm pretty sure. Nice in the promo box. Yeah, amazing. Um, so. And, uh, but uh, there's not a whole lot else anyway, but there, the, the band probably has like 60 something songs that we could yeah. have chose from. We did not. I like, just couldn't, yeah. I couldn't bring myself to do that. I like, like there, it's a hard time there are six that I'm willing to like ever listen to again. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so honorable mention. I just want to mention one song that made neither of our top three. There's only okay. one that I want to mention, and it's uh, it's the song "Needle Can't Burn," and then in parentheses oh, it yeah. says "What the Needle Can't Find." I know I'm Sure. Uh, and th- that's from Rock Crown. And it's just like kind of a catchy song. Did you listen to that one? I did. I'm having trouble remembering it now. And the needle can't burn what the needle can't find. Yeah. yeah. It's like. It's yeah. not great. Um, it's not great, but it's, it's okay. I like, there's this line in it where he says, uh, in my notes, I like wrote down some things I wanted to make fun of. Yeah. So. Um, sure. There's a line where he says, "Looking for a girl I'm never gonna find." Ooh, very. Um, That's going deep. to California by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, also, I never was able to quite parse what, like, needle can't burn what the needle can't find has to be. A, <laughs> it has to be a drug <laughs> reference, right? But like, I don't. What the fuck drug? I don't know what the fuck There's drugs a- have to do with the song. It's who knows though because their 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 uh, lyrics are very mysterious. They are. They're hard to parse. <laughs> um, how can I ask you a question before we get into our top threes? Yes. How old do you? you you've looked this up, I'm sure, but how old do you think these men were? Or oh, are, I didn't or are. look it up. When they made these songs. How old do you think they are in comparison to you and I? I mean, so when Cumbersome came out. I would imagine they were in like their early twenties. Yeah, that's right. And we were in our early mm. teens. Mid to early <laughs> teens. Yeah. Uh, so they're probably like mm-hmm. ten years older than us. It's eight. They're eight years older. Um, okay. And it just felt some of these lyrics that we're gonna be talking about. Yeah. It's like what the fuck? You you can't be saying shit like this in your early twenties. It's like <laughs> like you can't like. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. I'll okay. make fun of it when we talk right. about the song. But like, yeah, I'm interested to hear more. Um, I just have this note where I wrote, it's fucking amazing that these guys are less than a decade older than me. <laughs> like, I, I can't. Yeah. I don't exactly know what to make of it. Um, okay, so we'll, let's start with number three. We're okay. going to, normally we'll go back and do our, like, number threes and then our number twos and then our number ones. Mm. But, um... And when, but when there's overlap, we'll have to talk about it. So my number three was actually your number one. Yeah. And it's the best place to start. Okay. And it probably should have been my number I'm one. Du- yeah, I'm pretty dubious yeah. of the fact that it's your number and three. And it's, it's, com- <laughs> it, it's cumbersome. It's so, the one hit of the one hit wonder. Well, like, no. I, no. I, I like it. It made my top three. It's, <laughs> and, it, and it's like their one. It's definitely their biggest hit by totally. a mile. Why is cumbersome... So good. Oh, we're going to go get into Cumbersome right now? I think so, yeah. Don't you okay. think? Or should we go to my shittier songs first and save Cumbersome? Well, I guess if we're... Yeah, because I guess it's your number three. Yeah, so no, we maybe we should discuss... go... No, we, maybe that's right, though. We should go to my shittier songs first. Okay. <laughs> so we'll go to... Um, let's go to your number three. Okay, so my number three was the song Lucky. See what it's like in hell, hell, yeah. If I stay lucky, 
them I don't stay tired And I won't betray the things that I hide It's not enough years underneath this belt about this song about a month ago when you told me about it. <laughs> the only reason it was on my list is because I felt like I needed to have three songs. Yeah. I was just desperate to find a song I found listenable, and that one I found listenable. Yeah. Um, so that was why I was my number three. I was surprised it wasn't... I guess it was on your it's list. It's not on my list. It didn't oh, make my list. I felt... My understanding when you introduced it to me was that like you really loved it. I and do. I think it's... that that colored my... <laughs> so it would be fourth on my list. Okay, sure. There, there are four songs by this band that I truly like. Okay. And six that I'm like... That I will sure. stomach. Yeah, but... I mean... I feel like... It's a very, it's just like, it's kind of a, it's a pretty good song. It's not like great, but it's decent. It is decent. It's like a sad kind of like ballad. Um, yeah. We should say like, we recommend to our listeners as they show up ever in in the, <laughs> in the world that they should, we'll, we'll, we'll put out like a, um, and a playlist. playlist. Yeah, so you should, sure. You may want to. Yeah. You may want to dive in. Before. You really should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Lucky like starts off with this character named Mean Mister Mustard. Yeah. What the? You, you know that's a Beatles reference, right? Oh wait, what song? Yeah, I guess. Mean I guess Mister, that's right. What What is that what song? Beatles is, song? Is that on is Abbey that? Road? Uh, I forgot Me. to even look this up. Mean yeah, let's look Mister at that. Mustard is it like in, in park, like what's it called? Park. Um, I oh, it's just a song. Yeah. yeah, I think I feel like it's on Abbey Road. Yeah, it's like right. it's part of that like long bunch of nonsense on Abbey right. Road. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, that's funny that it's yeah. a Beatles reference. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I just like I don't know. Yeah, me and I mean, Mr. Mustard like... says he's bored. Yeah, it's like a song about like yeah, I don't even. There's all this. It's like yeah, the line "Not enough years underneath this belt for mm -hmm. me to admit the way that I felt." Oh boy. Yeah. Like, what are you... So, so much mystery. Like, what... He's 25, maybe? Yeah, there's at not the, a lot most? of years under his belt. Like, yeah. but, like, for me to admit the way that I felt, like, mm -hmm. what? I will tell you that I was 15, probably, mm. when I was into this song. Okay. Oh, you... Okay, so you were. I, I was into this song, for sure. This was definitely Craig's favorite song mm. on Rock Crown. And I love it. I love a, like the thing of like choosing an uh, um like a favorite song that's not the hit. Like yeah. Well Lucky <laughs> was the hit, I think, off Rock Crown. Oh, uh, okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But like but he was into things that weren't the hit too. But um the uh um wait, what was the lyric we were just talking about? Not enough, not enough years, years. Yeah, underneath yeah, yeah. this so, belt. Okay, here's my thought about this. Um like the not enough years part wasn't ringing true for me at the time, but mm. the part about for me to admit the way that I felt. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like that's, I think that's like why you like this. Like yeah. that for me was the line that kind of like got my, got my feels. Yeah. It's hard to like, admit I was how like, you feel. Yeah. And I don't know what he's talking about, but 
No. <laughs> so, and it's funny to tie it to not, like, it's a hilarious line. Like, there's not enough years underneath this belt for me to admit the way that I felt. It's is really funny. It's fucking but insane. Um, it's a relatable feeling. I li- In that song, I like, um, I like how he growls the word scrawled. When he says scrawled on the pavement. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Like, scrawled on. <sighs> yeah, his growl is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. No, that's good. I mean, yeah, I don't have a ton to say about Lucky. What is so... like, there's like a, there's the phrase like, um, like he says can't afford a French quarter high. He's oh, like, yeah, t- that's like some New Orleans drug shit. Yeah, there's, yeah. I think, I think like there's all these references to being like, high on really nasty drugs mm. in this band that I can't tell if it's just like put on or if these guys actually like went through some shit. Right. There's also, um, Oh, I'm looking at <laughs> the, lyri- the things that I have open on my desktop are hilarious. Um, <laughs> I have the lyrics to cumbersome. Of course. An article called, <laughs> <laughs> Three things people get wrong about David versus Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> I have the lyrics to look and then have a physical copy of a love song of JL. For- <laughs> oh shit. I'm gonna talk about Proof Were those yeah. notes? They, they were uh, from one class in grad school. You read Proof Rock in grad school? Yes. You know that's the poem that made me be a poet? What? I did not know that. I can't Definitely believe it. Definitely not. Wow. Crazy. Well, there's a lot. I mean, there's I don't know lot. if I still like it. It's kinda, No, it's, yeah, that's yeah. fine. It did the work for me at the time. Sure. It was a, a actually it's lives. quite related to for me to admit the way that I felt. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um anyway. Uh so Lucky was your number 3, as I said Cumbersome was my number 3, but we will talk about it at the end. Okay. I think that makes sense. Even though you have your David and Goliath article up and <laughs> the lyrics ready to go. Um, uh, should I do my number two? And then you could do your yeah. number Okay. Yeah. So my number two is uh, a song called Over Your Shoulder. their third album or actually there was there an album before american standard i forgot to even look who fucking I feel gives like a there shit was something like it was like they had like yeah like an ep or something that was like who gives a shit who gives a fuck yeah, yeah. true um so their album orange avenue which came out in 1999 has this there's one good song on it in my opinion <laughs> it is this song called over your shoulder that i think i actually didn't know I have this memory of listen like this was a song that had been in my head I think from the radio mm. and then like eventually the CD like I had the CD cuz I got it for free and then at some point I like listened to it and I was like holy shit that song that's been in my head for a while is a Seven Mary 3 song weird right and it was this song yeah um, it seems like that kind of a song and it's like catchy yeah it is kind of catchy, Sooner right? Sooner or later, it's yeah. over your shoulder. Yeah, so that <laughs> that has been, that, like, 
that has been rattling around in my head for like almost for 20 something years now. <laughs> more than 20 nice. years um and it's just like a th- it's like do you have songs like this that are just like you, you don't even like them that much but they are just like in your head and you hum them sometimes like in the yeah, shower yeah i think so probably. yeah okay i can't think of what right now but... yeah it's hard to think of them without yeah. having them in front of you but this song is like one of these songs where that like yeah it's really catchy it like really has stuck with me over the years so i just couldn't i had to admit how much i liked it on this list and like um it there's some really stupid lyrics in it that we can um well, uh, there's the, the way he said. So the singer of this band, whose name I don't remember, but it's like Jason, yeah, something. Jason something. Of course, it's fucking like Jason something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it like he does this growl thing that is like a really annoying and terrible. But some Jason Ross. Jason Ross, but sometimes has these moments where like anyway in this song there's this part where he says he's like spin my head around. <laughs> and it like i don't know what it is but over the last week as i've been like diving into this shit that line is really like it's hit me kind of hard i feel like maybe my head's spinning around a little bit yeah yeah these are hard times they are hard times um i feel like oh yeah no 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 you please help well i mean i i was like i listened to this song because it was on your list Mm -hmm. and i got like I was excited because I realized I knew it, but I feel like maybe I only knew it because you said it to me like a month ago or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did do that. So that's why I knew it. That's why it rang a bell. I feel like he mentions whiskey in this song, which I was like, uh, it was like such an eye roll moment. Like, it's like, like I feel like it's like the the like masculinity that mentions whiskey in a poem and or song. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hit. I'm sorry. Man down. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but like I mean, no, you're right. there's, way, the there's different worst. ways of doing it, but I feel like when he said whiskey, I was like, there it is, there it is. I don't remember the lyric. I can I tell should, you the I lyric. I can yeah, tell so, you the lyric. Please. Please. <laughs> he says, there's a mark on my back yep. from my last heart attack. Whiskey, bottleneck, like oh, right, right, some right. blah, blah, blah. Because I, I Googled the lyrics and it was all one word. It was like whiskey, bottleneck, something, yeah, which is like a really cool, totally poetic move. Can I just, um, <laughs> I, we, I feel like we can talk about this masculinity thing for a second just because it embarrassed mm. the shit out of me. Um <laughs> I wrote a, a po- I rem- what you just reminded me of was re- that I wrote a poem one time in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My parents were like out of town or Ooh. some shit. Okay. <laughs> oh god. And I like somehow I had for some reason I had a cigar. Ooh. And it felt like very illicit to okay. like so but i like went in the backyard this is amazing and i smoked a cigar by myself <laughs> and i wrote a poem about smoking oh, the cigar and i felt like such yeah, a like did. fucking idiot but also like a man mm. yeah um totally. and i even at that time remember thinking there as like a i was probably like 16 or 17 <laughs> i remember thinking that it was so fucking lame that i like felt 
the any the, the whatever coolness I was feeling writing this thing was mm. also the lamest thing in the world. Right. But I like couldn't not do it. I had to like Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just felt like super self-conscious. I was so I was just so bad at like I wanted to write good poems so much, Aww. and I was so bad at it. Yeah, no, mine were terrible. I know. Absolutely horrible. Well, I don't. I'm sure yours were so bad. No, they were so bad. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but anyway, the what you said about the whiskey, like, oh my god, if I had ever, I didn't have a sip of whiskey until I was like maybe 18. But mm. like, um, if I had, uh, is that whiskey that I'm looking mm-hmm. at there? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm drinking whiskey currently. Cool. I was. I ran out of my. Um, if I had had whiskey on hand, I would have been yeah. writing poems about oh, yeah. masculinity and whiskey. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a it's a no, it's... a long there's a long tradition. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shitty boys. But, but yeah, I think like the other thing um, with this song and one of the other songs you brought up, and mm-hmm. we can talk more about this, but it's like I feel like there's all these like forked tongues. <laughs> Are there multiple forked tongues? There's forked tongues in like three songs. Oh my god! I only remember the one forked tongue. I think I've like okay, yeah. There's well, a forked tongue, tongue in over my sh- over your shoulder. There's a f- there's a tongue in Lucky. Yeah, there yeah, is that's right. That's a true. forked tongue in Over Your Shoulder and there's definitely a forked like tongue these. in times like these. Yeah. This is fork of my tongue. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Which sent me on a... What do you think? Uh, low self-esteem? Well, I was really... I was thinking about, like, the mark on my body, the fucking forked tongue, yeah. the biblical imagery. So then I was like, are they a Christian band? Are they? They're not. And I found, like... Um, but apparently, I mean, I have a quote uh, that I found in LA Times, I think. Amazing. Re- interview from 1996. Incredible. You're like Jason a fucking librarian. <laughs> I am a librarian. Um, it says, as he explains, the rigid, stru- rigid structure and unrealistic demands of his Catholic high school Ooh. sent Ross searching for spiritual fulfillment elsewhere. Yeah, man. And he Who says, among us? Yeah. He says, I'm not a Catholic. I'm kind of at a religious crossroads. <laughs> Catholicism institutionalizes religion to the point of forcing it on you instead of letting you uncover it for yourself. I didn't find it there, but at least I was looking for it. Mm. So, like, they're mm. not like a Christian rock band. But I was curious after, mm. like, I don't even know, like the snake, right? Like a snake has like a fork. Yeah, tongue. yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole Anyways. David, the David and Goliath thing we're about to talk about in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other line I wanted to mention from Over Your Shoulder is the truth outruns your life. Wow. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Sure does. Spot the lie. <laughs> uh, what is your number two? Okay, so my number two is is a little song called Water's Edge. I can't go down to the water's edge. I didn't do it. I saw you did. Yeah, so Water's Edge was the only other 
uh, Seven Mary Three song that I knew. I feel like it came out. I don't know if it was on the same album it was. as the first one. Yeah. Okay, it was. So it was like the other radio hit, I suppose. It was a radio but, um, hit, for sure. So like it had to be my number two song because like I definitely listened to it and like probably I was looking before this for like in my tape, like my cassette tapes to yeah. see if I could find like the actual cassette tape upon which I recorded Cumbersome or water's edge from the radio because oh. like i definitely did um you sure you it. recorded one of those songs those songs from the radio i think so you recorded like, a lot of songs from the radio oh yeah yeah okay. i would make mixtapes from the radio all the time oh. did you well i re- i know um i remember you I, didn't. Uh, I was bu- i was so obsessed with buying cds i had a well job. i would buy cds too <laughs> I, had a job. I had a job <laughs> i mean i had a job too like i I made, I started babysitting like regularly in like seventh grade. Mm. So I feel like I had money and I would buy albums all the time. But like, I definitely like was constantly recording songs off the radio. Like there was always a tape in my thing, Mm. in my like, whatever tape player, like ready to go. You know what it is? A very young age. I'm realizing what it is. Why I wasn't doing it a lot. I was, I'm like too much of a what's the word i'm like too nudgy or something to i didn't like that i didn't get the comp- like there's like talking at the beginning uh, it drove yeah. me fucking crazy no, i needed I it to that. be like a perfect because i was uh, constantly recording yeah, songs no, off cds a lot. it would be a lot and then you would have that on your tape like yeah like i have all that stuff on the tape because i was pretty amazing that i have that on the tape it like. is amazing i know <laughs> if, if only i knew that in retrospect it would be so fucking it would be great. the best part but the only yeah. song I the song I remember vividly calling the radio about and trying no, to get on calling tape. The radio. Okay. I called the radio station yeah. mm-hmm. from from something. From <laughs> I called the radio station from Yael's basement. Amazing. When we were in high school to ask them to play the song Shimmer by Fuel. Oh I was thinking about that song because I feel like it has a lot of parallels with um with like one of or some of the Seven Mary Three songs, like it's like a similar vibe. You mean because it sucks? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it does just, not suck. I will joking. defend. I will defend that song to my death, <laughs> to my grave. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. It's okay. It does suck, but I also fucking love it. What, um, what were you gonna say? Um. Oh well, I don't know if I should save this for. We could talk about this another time. But I um, <laughs> the radio thing reminded me of when I. <laughs> I called I called the radio to try to win Stone Temple Pilots tickets in seventh grade. Ooh. And when I didn't get them, I wrote a dramatic poem about the experience. Oh man. That's great. That's, that's like the cigar poem. Yeah, it really is. It's like, like I didn't your... like say what it was about, but it was like well. very it was extremely emotional and amazing about that experience. We, we can revisit that, that when we inevitably oh, yes, get to absolutely. the nineties yeah. rock. The, band, Stone the Stone Temple Pilots. Oh my God. Um, Water's well, Edge. Yeah. So Water's Edge, I mean, a pretty so, fucked up song. It's a pretty fucked up song. It is hilarious. It is a fucking crime drama, it is which a crime is, drama. which is a rare, uh, a rare, um, type of song within the 90s rock canon but there are others <laughs> yeah it's not the only one it's not the only one it's um 
Do we yeah. want to talk about the murder ballad tradition here? Yeah, the murder ballad tradition. How many murder strong. ballads are about like whiny dudes who like <laughs> <laughs> didn't help? Yeah, well, like, and I feel like the narrator in the song, it's like, okay, like, well, we, I feel like I need to, um, to pull up the lyrics yep. from Water's Edge. Are we because... going to talk about, like, the part at the end where he's like, I did nothing instead he of says, something? Well, and it's weird. He's like, oh, yeah. So it's like he's saying I didn't. So he, like, is basically, um, for listeners unfamiliar with this, uh, <laughs> Oh, Water's Edge when you Google it. Imagine alone. listening Shockingly, to a podcast. Bring up the Seven Mary Three song. Imagine listening to a podcast about Seven Mary Three and, be- <laughs> and being unfamiliar with this. Oh my god. Alright, I'm just gonna read the first two um yeah, please. the first two stanzas, if Thank you will. Alright, quote, don't go there, I heard her say. Quote, you can't stomach what you're going to see. Oh. It's down there, by the water's edge, wasted and bloated and waiting for someone else. Oh. Funny, funny how these things come about. <laughs> when you're tied to the teeth and mouth, no sound of fury, no shot of pain. There was no real reason, no gain. Oh. Uh, yeah, so like it's like describing a murder. The, the, the oh. she, I heard her say, like, don't go there. I heard her say, like, we talked about this briefly, like, it's chilling. Like, who is that? Who is this woman in the first line? Like, yeah, like, what? I, I don't. I still don't understand. No, who that it's is? It's really hard to understand. It's like someone it can't be is the telling, person who got murdered, right? It can't be. It's like someone else casually telling him not to go to the water's like, edge. If I warned you to not go somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> because it was dangerous, and sure. then I went there, and mm. I got murdered. That would be yeah. That would be. Oh, do you think that's no? I, that's too weird. Like, cause you can't stomach what you're going to see. Can I tell you something? I that's my read of it, and I just think it's like stupid. <laughs> Wait. So she okay? Cause it's like he seems like so. It's like to back up. This woman is murdered. This funny, narrator. Funny how that. <laughs> funny how these things come about. <laughs> this woman is murdered. The, the the male speaker is like, or the speaker is just like repeatedly saying, I didn't do, I didn't do a thing. Like yeah. I didn't do it. Right. He's Doesn't like, he say the premise of the song is like, he's like, I didn't do it, but I saw who did. Right, right, right. I didn't do it, but I saw who did, and which is fucking do, weird. Which also means, and, and the subtext of that <laughs> is that he didn't do anything about right. it. He didn't do anything about it, which yeah. the double meaning of I didn't, commit the, the real crime here isn't the murder it's <laughs> right it's the like in it it's the bystander uh but like it's fucking weird that he keeps saying he didn't do it yeah like why is he saying he didn't do it do we like, maybe what? think he did it yeah like maybe he did it like who is the woman like and by the way just to be clear this is a song we like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I like it because it's hilarious, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I definitely remember its existence in the '90s. Like, ooh, I like the idea of liking something simply as a product of remembering that it exists. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I remember it exists, so it had to be. It's the only other song I remembered. So, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like we need to like plot out the crime on like a fucking board, <laughs> like a wall, as if we were in like. A detective's office, like yeah, yeah. it's really like a lot to figure out. 
Um, yeah. <clears throat> I don't recommend anyone actually does that because I think what's going to happen is you're going to realize that the, it falls in on itself. I think the I think <laughs> it's just a case of dumb fucking pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> like dumb, dumb, like in, inconsistent use of pronouns. Right. And that's like happens a lot in, uh, in, in these, the in seven Mary three. Ooh. Oh, I will, I will highlight the very powerful use of the word fuck in which he says, this ain't no fucking game. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That line makes me think he killed her. Right. It's like too much. Yeah. But like, who is this person? Like, who why? says this ain't no fucking game? Yeah, it's and the I'm killer. feeling so ashamed because I didn't do anything to stop this from happening. What it's if it's up. like? What if it's like he didn't do anything because it was his own rage? It's like, Ooh, you gross. know what I mean? Yeah, it's like that sounds like some '90s male shit. That's some '90s male shit. Yeah, there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot of like under. I mean, I I feel like there's. There's a lot of hatred of women in these songs. Yeah, it's going to be interesting talking about this with you. But then there is this line like, um, oh, her killers, they have their friends in familiar places. Whoa. What? Oh, man. Yeah, it's a lot. So it's really great to have um, a crime drama in there. Just exciting. It's something different. Can I share with you? I've made one note about this song. Okay. This is what I wrote. I wrote... <laughs> I wrote, this song is stupid. And... <laughs> Hold on. This song is stupid and not pleasing. But mm. the lyrics are stupid and hilarious. Yes, yes, that's correct. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. It's not like catchy. It's just no. fucking hilarious that it exists. Yeah. I feel like, well, it's like, I don't know when is the time for us to discuss the thing that I sent you earlier um, that I couldn't wait about how, um, what was it? like? Maybe now is the time. Yeah, it seems like the time. Uh, let me, let me. Uh, Before we do our number ones. Yeah. Oh, I think this was from, I don't know if it's from Wikipedia or where I found this, but this was a sentence I found. This is a podcast. We don't have to cite our sources. True. All right. The quote is, thematically, Seven Mary Three's material was shaped by the band members' personal (laughs) experiences and issues Roth explored while taking a creative writing course in college. Um, so yeah, I think it's like this song is also hilarious as people who have taken many creative writing classes. Like it's like the person who wrote this poem is hilarious. Do you think it's, I mean, like I'm thinking about like when, like, (laughs) I'm just thinking about getting, like getting interested in like the history of American murder ballads and how (laughs) that's like the thing, a thing that could happen in like a college class. Totally. Like. Yeah, that's definitely oh my a song. Hundred percent. But imagine, oh god, it's just so weird <clears throat> to write a song about. I mean, I get the, I get the idea of feeling guilty about this. I guess mm. I wish that this. Do you think person, it really happened? Sorry, I well, but... what I, I, <laughs> I guess I wish this person felt so guilty that they didn't write the song. Right, right. Yeah, it's like a weird... Like, maybe just bottle that shit up and live with it for the rest of your life? But, like, I don't think it's real. Like, I don't think it's real, and that's what's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's like, I'm gonna write a song from the the perspective of someone who witnessed a a murder... Yeah, yeah, yeah. chose not to say something. It's like a murder ballad, but without the courage to be the murderer. (laughs) 
Oh, interesting. You know? Yeah. Well, it's like he's not the like, like be, he wants take to show on. That he's a good guy, but not that good. Such a bad guy, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just watch someone get murdered. It's like almost worse than murdering. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> oh man, that's went, good went radio. Down, went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> I started choking when you said that it's like a, a really bad person mm-hmm. to watch someone be murdered <laughs> and not say anything. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Okay, oh my God. let's move on to our number one songs by the band Seven Mary Three. My favorite song <coughs> by the band Seven Mary Three is the song Times Like These. It only gets to me in times like these. In times like these are getting to me. From the album Rock Crown. Um, And I've been thinking a lot about how to justify this terrible decision by me (laughs) um, over the last few days. And I think, like, um, I don't have a good... The the reason I know it's actually my favorite song is that I don't actually have a good, like... um, I think I I just actually genuinely like it. Like, I don't have a a good argument. You have to listen to your heart. Like, I don't have a good argument about why. Mm. Um, But, like, also, something happened to me where I realized that I had, like, basically forgotten about it Mm -hmm. for, like, 20 years. Um, Like, I remember liking it back at the time, but having, like, really forgot about it entirely. Like, even when we were talking about this band a month ago, it didn't occur. Uh It, like... didn't register with me and then i was like listening i was like clicking around on rock crown and just trying to see like what seeing if there was any other song i remembered yeah and i played the beginning of that song and i was just like holy shit like was it like a recognition because you listen to it a lot yeah yeah that's amazing yeah i listened to it a lot and like um the feeling of forgetting a song and then remembering it yeah one that was important to you it's like so good um and there's so many good, really incredibly idiotic lyrics in it. But the, the thing, like, the the thought I was having about them being, like, not that much older than us uh-huh. is, like, so the first line of the song, <laughs> are you looking at yeah. the lyrics? Yeah. Is, yeah. Is, 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 he says, young girl, give me a good luck charm. Yeah. What the fuck? Is someone saying young, like, what young girl is, like, such a weird, like, I feel like that's in, like, songs <clears throat> from the 50s. Like, someone's, like, yeah, like, I, there's a young girl. Like, who the fuck says young girl? Yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I get, like, the, I get, like, a sort of, like, fucked up interest in a young girl, maybe. Like, <laughs> like in the context of this era But I don't era think she's, music. like, a, I don't think, I feel like it's, like, she's, like, a creepy, like, it's, like, girls are, like. Like, I feel like it's, like, a weird, like, manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. Just like, no, a, no. um, 
Or just like a creepy girl in like a movie, like young girl in like a fucking Freddy Krueger movie or something. Right, right. No, I totally agree with that. I just think the phrasing of it is fucking insane. Yeah, no, it's weird. Like, I think it's like an artifact of a bygone era or something, mm. even in the 90s. Yeah, no, I agree with that. If that makes sense. And it just, so it like jumped out at me as, as weird. Yeah, and there's another part in the song <laughs> that I think is similar towards the end where he's like, um blah 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 like it uh it uh what does he say it buy you a place on the lower east side (laughs) child yes that was in my notes and it's like i get like you know like calling someone like oh yeah listen listen to what i have to say child like like that it's like a knowing kind of like but it's like who you're fucking 25 what the fuck are you talking about like yeah, it's hilarious. I kind of like that he said child for some reason. Ooh. Um, I don't know why. Like, it was just kind of cool and different. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the Lower East Side was also like, I was I was taken by surprise yeah. to see the Lower East Side show up in yeah. this song. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, it, it makes you think about how times have changed. Yeah, true, true. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. true. Yeah. There's also the Forked Tongue. Yeah, yeah my, no- my notes for this song... Obviously, I said I think it's a bold move for you to have it as number one um, instead of cumbersome. But you love it. But then I said um, Seven Mary Three Unplugged Vibes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's right. Uh, Gentle Giant Vibes and Introspection Vibes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Gentle Giant? Yeah. Yeah, like I feel like, well, because like as you said earlier when you said you didn't like metal, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like this this band is like like fucking American standard. Like literally, I I texted you this, I think, earlier in the week. Like there's a song called like My, My, My. And I literally, I was like, oh, I'll check it out. And I press play and it's like this fucking like terrifying man, like fucking... like growling it was like i literally jumped with fright so i like was like i'm not gonna listen to this song and i feel like yeah like so many other songs on that album were just like so like hyper like just like super i don't even know what the word is like Like just like a lot of growling yeah like very like metal if you will (laughs) very loud but yeah these songs i feel like these songs are like quieter and kind of like more introspective feeling they're very the song's like there's no growl in the song right no this one's like uh like lucky is a like Mm -hmm. quiet song that has the growl still a little bit yeah 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 but like times like these is just like a really quiet song um Another thing that's like old timey about it is that he calls uh, rolling a joint rolling a number. <laughs> oh, whoa, I didn't even know that. I've never heard that phrase. Rolled a number last that's night. That's so fucking cool. And I walked in my sleep and I could feel all the nerves in the tips of my teeth. Shit. Not bad. No, it's not terrible. Yeah. Um, I think a line that you, I, I thought you would find funny the line, put your hand in the oven, there's a heaven inside. Yeah, I don't know. That was so weird. Like, put your hand in the oven. Like, it's like, I feel like it, like, evokes, like, Sylvia Plath. But it's like, it's not put your head in the oven. Like, it's like just your fucking hand. hand. I know. (laughs) It's like writing a murder ballad, but not being the murderer. Right, right. True. Yeah. Anyway, that's my number one. Times like these. It only gets to me in times like these. And times like these are getting to me. Nice. I like it. I looked this song up. Um, I think 
Oh, I forget uh, where it was, but it was like songmeanings.com or something. And someone wrote that they thought it was, someone wrote, he takes what he wants. Um, oh, no, wait. Is he takes what he wants and he finds what you hide yeah. a line in the song. True. Um, oh, wait. So maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. I have to find it. That's Sorry. the line right before, and it'll buy you a place on the Lower East Side, child. Oh, yeah. What did they say? Now I can't. Oh, no, this is what they said. Sorry. My interpretation, songmeanings.com. This is foardo4290 on April 18th, 2015. For me, this song is about whoa, reflecting. Whoa, 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 whoa. 2015. That's a- pretty recent. April 15th? April 18th. Oh, okay. 2015. thought maybe it was my birthday. That would be something. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty recently to be reflecting on this song. Do they have a podcast? Maybe. For me, this song is about reflecting on life's mistakes. Everyone carries their own regrets, and the speaker is coming to terms with his own demons and the kind of person he is and has been. Mm-hmm. There you go. Watching people get killed down by the water. Yeah. Yeah. Not a great guy. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Are they the same speaker? Hard to say. Hard to say. And it was certainly in a poem, you shouldn't be conflating the writer with the speaker. Sure. So. Um, should True we talk facts. about should we talk about cumbersome? pull up my notes i mean i have one note for this yeah i just all i wrote because i knew you were gonna have plenty to say about this one all all i wrote was really good guitars (laughs) yeah i mean it's a good song oh definitely i will say did you know that me and tara peters um our friend from college yeah performed the song karaoke in like 2010 in san francisco no and it it like alien. It was like one of those karaoke places where it's like a bar and there's like people hanging out, like not like a karaoke, like a private room. Yeah. And it just like alienated the audience. Like no one appreciated it except <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. That's crazy. That should be such a fun song. For I to, know. I was to, really surprised. It's um, so stupid. Go. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I mean, I don't know what I have to say about this song. Like, I feel like. It's like, I think it's the best song. Like, I feel like it was, it, it topped the charts. It it's a popular it, yeah. song. It's certainly the only song that I like would, that I want to listen to at all. It's hilarious. There's like a lot to unpack. I feel yeah. like obviously there's, um, it starts strong with the, <laughs> with the evoking with the, with the biblical illusion quote she calls me goliath and i wear the david mask or is it but i wear the david mask i mean yeah and she calls me goliath and i wear the david mask um there is like uh i forget what i i think maybe i was like hmm. reading online about the song but it like talked about how the song was about like a breakup yeah um, no kidding you think <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like it, like, I mean, it's like the, the biblical illusion just really, like, I just think it's really bold. There's 
there's like it establishes it as like an important uh it's got bold goals yeah yeah and um i also feel like it's like i was revisiting the david and goliath myth because like <laughs> it's really funny to like look at the the so- like it's not i don't feel like the metaphor it's like an extended metaphor in the song but i don't think it's consistent no, like i'm sure it's not consistent <laughs> um yeah, like, what is, like, I don't know. It's just really funny. Like, she calls me, like, I don't, even just that line. Like, if we were to give a close reading of that line, yeah. like, what it even means, like, I don't even know. And it's also, like, j- like vague violence against women vibes. That's like, the, 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 the thing about the Goliath <clears throat> reference. Like, yeah. why is she calling him Goliath? Goliath's right. not a great dude. No. no. In my memory of the story. No. <laughs> And I mean, um, the whole thing is like, it's just like a story about like, yeah, like Goliath, they're both like warriors. I don't know. So a question that just popped into my, or maybe a realization I'm having as, yeah. as we're sitting here talking about this is that um, the chorus, so mm. I have become cumbersome. <laughs> it's so hard to even say. It's fucking insane. Say it. I have become cumbersome to this world. Mm-hmm. and what else semicolon i'm gonna go with a semicolon <laughs> yeah i think that's right i have become cumbersome to my girl <laughs> yeah yeah so i think one of those is more terrifying than the other mm. and i think it's the latter mm-hmm. yep <laughs> sure is and that's interesting <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, okay, so I feel like this song, like, I, so I wrote this piece, like, five years ago, I don't know if you read it, it was called the, the, um, it was a list called the White Male Canon in 90s pop songs. God, I must have read it, but I don't remember. I mean, whatever. It was, like, it was because, I wrote it because I, so basically, like, I was thinking about going back to school, and I, like, fucking took the english literature Ugh. subject gre yeah. and it was such a nightmare i did so bad have we I talked don't about this i did so fucking bad oh my god i did so bad and i didn't even apply. i like literally i think it like literally discouraged me from even applying like yeah. i was on the fence anyway right but um but like so i took this test and i spent like fucking months yeah. studying like the fucking white male canon for this test and i'm like and yeah. so it's like ridiculous to like have all like whatever so that was like so i ended up writing this um this piece uh that for like weird sister that was like a list of like the poems that i have learned about in this studying period and like which um which 90s pop song they correspond with um (laughs) and so i wrote about uh uh, the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock by T.S. Eliot. And I said that it was um, Mr. Jones by Counting Crows. Uh-huh. But I feel also like it's cumbersome. It's and totally I said, cumbersome. And I said in, my, in that thing, like in that piece, I was like, I feel like it's kind of mean to compare like this poem that's supposed to be like this great modernist work of literature, like, you know, like canonically like the modernist poem Mm -hmm. um to a one-hit wonder but like they both are like and i think this is why i'm like the quote-unquote greatness of cumbersome it's like it like establishes itself in this like grand like what is what is great art if not writing by white men about their anxiety about women's independence like and that's like what um yeah 
what proof rock is. And so, um, so I was thinking about totally. that and like, I, I may or may not have read proof rock aloud in its entirety to myself earlier this evening. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Cause I was just thinking about it. Like, um, cause it's like, well, this I is have, amazing. I have like, there's like, cause I think it was, I actually, I learned, so you were asking, like I read proof rock in grad school and it's actually for this class called women of 1928. And I didn't take the class. I always oh. regret it. I hear I have here for you the course reader. I see. I still want to read it. Like we can take the class together if you want. I would do the two it. Two of us, because um, I always wanted like read it. But um, but the first thing, one of the first things we talked about was like uh, was the proof rock poem and mm-hmm. like how it was originally called. There was originally a subtitle called oh. Proof Rock Among the Women. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And, um, yeah, so I just feel like it's, like, there's, like, that refrain about, like, the women come and go talking of Michelangelo, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, some more interesting guy. <laughs> yeah, or, like, they're, like, cultured now. They don't yeah. need me as much, right? Yeah. And so I feel like the idea of, like, becoming cumbersome, like, the word cumbersome is, like, mm-hmm. very specific, and it means, like being rendered obsolete or yes. something right yeah. Um, yeah or like useless and annoying yeah it's like very like i don't know i just feel like there's like this like this like anxiety around like but it is also just like a breakup song that's very relatable as well yeah well the word <laughs> the word cumbersome is the part that's insane it's like yeah what is that word doing in like a 90s like pop it's rock crazy like, yeah like what is that yeah like yeah but i what i want i i don't know if you know this about me but i because i just mentioned to you before we started recording that i was obsessed with proof rock uh, yeah in high school but i didn't I, know that i also i was so obsessed with it that it was i had a copy of the poem like on the wall next to my bed oh my god like all amazing. through high school like from 10th grade on basically that's when we read it and like so I was obsessed with it. It was yeah. like and in the worst possible way. Well, and like <laughs> I feel like it's it's definitely like obviously it's like good. I feel like I but like if I had read it at a certain like I literally never really read that poem yeah, until yeah, yeah. I took it until I read it in this class. We were like specifically talking about like modernism and how like it becomes a conversation about like white dudes more yeah. than anything else and so i feel like it definitely colored my understanding of that poem but yeah like i feel like obviously like it's like like when you read something like that as a teenager or whatever like you well very but i also think the fact that it hit me so hard is yeah. like evidence of yeah the like idiotic power over like the adolescent male mind of, right. of like it's like I think it fits in a conversation about '90s like rock kind of yeah like yeah um in yeah. a way that is hitting pretty hard at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, can I just share that piece of data that I dug up yeah. about the word cumbersome? Yes, please. Um, so I sent you a couple of graphs that I oh, found right, of from Google on like word usage over time and like. Sh- First, I looked up the word cumbersome, just like normally. And Should that... we read the definition aloud? Yeah, go ahead, please. <laughs> Do you have it in front of you? Large or heavy, and therefore <laughs> difficult to carry or use, semicolon. Yeah. Unwieldy. Yeah, kind of like the lead singer's voice <laughs> in 7 Mary 3. Um, 
so oh first i searched for the word cumbersome the usage of just the word cumbersome not capitalized yeah but then i realized there was like a filter where you could choose capitalized or not capitalized and search for the usage so i was like oh i want to search for the capitalized version because that's the name of this song yeah and you will be not surprised to learn that usage of the capitalized version of the word cumbersome peaks in 1995. But didn't the non, did the non. The non was like in the eighties or something. Oh, okay. Cause I was, I was wondering like if based on your research, <laughs> if they, um, if they corresponded, like we're like not quite. using the word cor- cumbersome a lot more. Like, can you even use that word without thinking of the song? Not like... anymore. Well, I think so. What I what I saw from that research, <laughs> research <laughs> was that like usage of the word had gone up and then was starting to go down mm. overall. And mm. then the song came. There's a little spike. And there's a spike that involves the the um, capital C cumbersome. Oh my god! Also, it kind of sounds like the word cumberbund. Mm, true. Which is interesting. True. Always been a little kind of interesting to me. Interesting. Fascinating. Um, well. Yeah. That's that's uh, so that's cumbersome. Any yeah, other cumbersome thoughts? Much. I mean, not really. Like I found myself really like looking into the David and Goliath thing, but um, I don't know. I feel like there's not. Hmm. I think it's just like, yeah, like what the fuck? Because there's also that line. Uh, shrug emoji. Guess the stones are coming too fast for her now. Whoa. What the fuck? Oh, like, I never realized that. Yeah. Like, it's really weird and kind of violent. Wait, like, but doesn't... But probably just a metaphor. But aren't the stones being... Oh, David is throwing the stones. David throws stones Now she's Goliath. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Who's but also fucking he's wearing Goliath? The da- he's wearing the David mask, which I think is just like a fancy way of saying I am David. Yeah. Because like mask is fucking weird. It makes it seem like yeah, it makes it seem like he's not really David. But I think it just sounded good to him to say where the he's David like mask. I'm actually Goliath, but I'm like I'm pretending to be David. No, like I think he's not. I think she calls me Goliath, but I wear the David mask. Is literally just like. I think it's just like, <laughs> I am David and she's misunderstanding me. Oh. And I'm not going to just say I am David because I'm a fancy 90s mm. rock poet. Therefore, mm-hmm. I will say I wear the David mask. But yeah, it's fucking confusing because like wearing a mask means there's mm. like come some kind of lie or yeah, deceit that, Yeah, that feels on. like a lie. <laughs> and I'm starting to think... It's, that maybe these gentlemen did not put enough thought into these yeah. lyrics. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think it's it's a wild, a wild assumption. I mean, I don't want to like tell tales out of school here, but like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, uh, what do you think? Any other? Do we have any other seven Mary three thoughts we want to share? We've been this has been seventy minutes. That yeah, we've this been... is pretty pretty long time we've been talking. <laughs> I think we've done our like due diligence on this band. I think I'm done. I don't think I have anything else sad. Cool. See you next time on what is this podcast called again? <laughs> All, All our, our pretty, pretty songs. songs. All our pretty songs. See you next time. On See you next time.